this season on The Bachelor. After the show, it's the after party then. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Tony from the Red Beard Podcast, and I'm hanging out with my wife, Becca. What's up, Becca? Hey, week two of The Bachelor with Virgin Colton. And The Bachelor after party with you and me. Yeah. So I think it's really interesting how Colton's supposed to be a virgin, yet he's so dirty. They show him taking <laughs> showers all the time i feel like every week they're gonna just open with colton taking a nice sudsy shower and then they open this particular episode with him this was different than what i've seen other bachelors do they had him in bed with his own video camera i don't think it was with a phone that was weird what was it like 1995 i think that they had him do that because he's so young that he knows how to operate that kind of equipment. <laughs> whereas some of the older ones, like Ari and Nick, would be like, what do I do with this? So, hey, what's going on? This is Colton. I'm on spring break. Just <laughs> want to say, everybody, I'm going to edit this when I get home from exactly. Cancun. <laughs> well, and speaking of, of ages, and I know that I kind of harped on this a little bit too much last week, but we had a lot of guest stars in this particular episode. It opened up, we we see that the group date ends up with Megan Mullally and her husband, Nick Offerman. And yep. obviously, when you walk in, you would know who they were right away. Mm-hmm. Would, would you? Would you yeah, recognize I mean, them? I mean, I know Nick Offerman looked a little well, different. Ni- well, Nick Offerman, I mean, like, just from, like, I've always seen him with a beard. I mean, like, once you hear his voice, you know who it is He's right very away. very bald. Yeah, and I think it's for a role. I don't know what it's for, but it's got to be because he was growing his beard out, and now he's got a shaved head, so... It's for something specifically. Um, I did not know that was who that was, though. Megan Mullally? You did didn't not, recognize her right away? Didn't recognize her right away. Um, and mainly because she wasn't doing the Will and Grace voice. Well, so, th- yeah. Okay. And I know that's not her voice. Yeah. But, but right away, if I hear that voice, I know who it is. And I couldn't place her at first. Then you said Will and Grace, and I was like, I took another look, and I was like, oh my God. And just to see those two, they've been married 15 years. They're hilarious together. They're If you watch Parks and Rec, Tammy and Ron Swanson together are just hysterical. But anyway, you could tell, it's funny that you didn't recognize them right away, but it, you can definitely tell it was glaring that this group of girls were like, um, who is that? Yeah, seriously. Kind of like how I would feel if I walked in and I saw that a random country artist like they usually have on yeah, The Bachelor. Yeah, and they pretend that like everybody's excited. Oh, yeah. there was Dan Matthews from Nashville. Yeah, so... Yeah, like no one cares. So anyway, they He do was this- available because he's available. Exactly right. <laughs> so they end up doing this whole monologue thing and I forget which one it was who... She's the one from Miami who said, you know, I can write. I wrote some stuff down and it's like, good job, girl. You can write. You guys can read. You can speak. Congrats. So try not to knock them, but it's hard not to sometimes. I will say, I think it's funny because you and I are usually like super excited about The Bachelor and like, or, or Bachelorette. And I just feel like this season it's been, we've been kicking and dragging our feet because he is just not interesting to watch. He's very boring. He is charisma free. Yeah, like there's nothing about him that makes me be like, oh, I can't wait to see what Colton says this week. I feel like he's just he's just going through the motions. I'm waiting to see his mental breakdown. Oh, when he jumps the fence? Yeah, when he jumps the fence. Like, and I think it's just like the virgin jokes, like I said last week, are getting super old. Like they're just getting and so old. It's only old. week two. I was thinking when he would sit down with the girls and he would try to level with them. Yeah. He wasn't really making too much sense to me. And 
when I would see Nick Vial do it or Ari do it, it felt like, okay, these guys know what they're talking about. And I wasn't the, the biggest fan of either of those guys. Right. But yesterday, mid-episode, I actually tweeted out, I can't believe this, but I miss Ari. I'm, I, I could really <laughs> go for an I love that right now. <laughs> yeah, I'd love that. So the group date... It was uh, it was interesting because it was in a hot tub in the middle of the desert. No, that was uh, that was the one on one. Oh, date. that's right, that's right. But the group date when Demi, so Demi's kind of like the firecracker so far. She's the Corinne, very much a Corinne type. She's doing the most to do the most. Demi says something about Elise. Elise is one of our two 31-year-old contestants. Elise is the redhead. Mm-hmm. And Demi said, you know, that's really brave of her to admit how old she is. Because Elise got up there and said, I've never really dated a younger dude. And Colton's mm-hmm. 26. I'm 31. But for Demi to say that, what a stupid thing to say. Oh, she's so brave. For And I get it. It's probably more for TV. But still. You know what I also thought was dumb, too? Um, like, So if we're going to just talk about Demi, we'll talk about Demi. So later on in the episode, she, you know, they're all at the mansion, like whatever. And she puts on a robe and comes out and like, that's how she's going to grab Colton and takes him up. And she's like, wouldn't you want to come home to this every day? And she's like giving a back rub, like the most awkward, really uncomfortable. Yeah. The most awkward, like back rub ever. And it's just like such a cheesy move. But then, but then there's that other girl who got really upset. I forgot what her name is. Tracy got really upset. And then Demi goes into the room and she's like. She goes, you know, you're just one of the the the, the best, or I one of the, I respect you so much as a woman. You you're just one of the, met her ten minutes ago. It's like, yeah, you don't. What do you mean? Like, you think she's the coolest girl you ever met? Like, you don't know anything about her. Only that, like, you pulled her away from Colton, made her feel upset, and now you're trying to backpedal. Like, she's a shit starter. That's yeah. basically what she is. Demi. Demi. Yeah. Demi made me be like, does Demi have a nanny at home named Raquel who makes her some cheese pasta? Because that's what this is feeling like right <laughs> yeah. now. Speaking of Tracy and Demi, they uh, Tracy had it out for Demi this whole episode because on that then group date that the girls from the stage went on, she got all, Tracy got so mad about Demi touching the group rose. Because you know the group rose that just kind of like sits yeah, there Yeah, on yeah, the no, table? it's ridiculous. She got all bent out of shape about that. And yeah. it was really silly and what is wrong with touching the rose? I mean, granted, I don't think I've ever seen anybody do that. But... Oh, because if you touch the rose, you're tainting it. You don't have the right to touch it. <laughs> don't touch my rose. It's for, it's for my hands only. <laughs> so that was that group date. Yeah. I do want to move on to the one-on-one with one of our pageant contestants, Hannah B and Colton. What a terrible, <laughs> terrible group date, or I'm sorry, one-on-one this is. They ended up in the middle of the desert somewhere in a hot tub, and Hannah B. just wasn't opening up. And it's for my birthday. Bit, oh, her golden birthday, and I was like, her golden shower birthday? He's going to pee on her? But no, that didn't happen. And then she, and then he's like, oh, it's your birthday? Oh, like, oh my God, I didn't know. Oh, you didn't know? No, I clearly didn't know. Why oh, my did God. she keep saying it was her birthday? Because it's my that's birthday. Just, I don't know, just so she can cry if she wants to. And obviously the chemistry didn't feel like it was there. They were on an ocean liner that night for their dinner, and it felt like the date was sinking like the Titanic. (laughs) But uh, he still gave her the rose. Meanwhile, we find out back at the mansion, her fellow pageant queen, Kaylin, confided into somebody, into a producer. I think it was uh, in the confessional, into one of the girls, but... 
she basically said that her and or she and Hannah were roommates and that Hannah, as soon as Kaylin did better than she did in the competition, mm-hmm. flipped the switch and turned into a different person. Yeah. So I know that that's a, a storyline. Obviously, they put these two girls on the same show for a reason. Yeah, they did their research. So, yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how that's going to pan out. Looking at Kaylin and Caitlin. They look so much alike. Yeah, they do. And it was last night. I was. It was really trippy because Caitlyn kind of has like a Miley Cyrus mouth going on a little bit, and then Caitlyn's like the the beauty pageant person. So it's hard to tell those two apart. Yeah, I agree. I get. I. I mean, honestly, I feel like this cast is all a bunch of the same girl over and over again. Yeah, it's like with with a few exceptions, that's for sure. But I mean, all beautiful and obviously very toned. Everybody, but they're hired. all the same skin tone and the same. Well, not all of them, but I'm talking about like the white girls specifically are all the same skin tone and they're all blonde. Yeah. You know Except, what I mean? Well, there's the redhead and like a couple brunettes, but I mean, it's mostly just a bunch of Barbie dolls. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. It's like, it's like the poster child for like what Colton wants. Yeah. It's like pretty ridiculous, actually. It is. I do want to just bring up again, Elise. I feel like mm-hmm. she's one of my favorites. I, um, when she was talking to Colton, she just, she seemed... And I know we say this about certain people. She just seemed real. She seemed like she gets it. Maybe it's because she's 31. I hate to keep, again, getting on the age. Well, no. I mean, that makes sense. If you're 31, like, you're not into, like, that. you've already, like, played the game. Like, you know what you want. You're there for exactly, you know, obviously. I, you have goals. And I love that she she's said not that gonna waste her, time. her and Tracy and whoever, they have a, a room. They're all in a room together, and it's called the Cougar Den. Colton's nice. Cougars because they're all a little bit older. But I want to call this now. If Elise doesn't make it far or she makes it far rather and doesn't make it to the top two or whatever Elise could be a great bachelorette mm-hmm. she's older i think she would be really fun to watch and it would be i think our first redheaded bachelorette also i mean i'm down for that and also they would probably get a lot of older guys yeah which i think it'd be cool because we haven't seen we typically see like 23 to 27 so do you think i was thinking this last night do you think abc their play on this whole season with giving colton the bachelor reign and then the young girls do you feel like they're trying to get a younger audience now because they know that maybe some of their people might be i don't want to say aging out but do you think they're trying to grab that younger demographic probably i mean i think i think they're trying trying to grab people's interest from the fact that he's a virgin that's like oh first virgin bachelor i mean the the other thing that i think is really interesting is the pair up between him and Heather that's going on, like the girl who's never been kissed. Oh yeah, you know, and obviously she's I never been kissed. BS she's never. That. She's she's also a virgin. I mean, I just find it. You and I were talking about that last time we were watching this. Like how how does that happen? Like how do you actually get to be twenty two years old and never kiss anybody? Like I look. I mean, I get it. Like maybe you haven't had a relationship. Maybe you haven't been that close to somebody where it happens. I mean, it definitely sucks, but, you know, it's super rare that that's actually a thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's very rare. Um, and, and I just find that very hard to believe. But, you know, hey, it is what it is. And Heather you know? got the group date because she's the one that, I guess, opened up the most out of everybody. And everybody looked at Colton when he said, Heather. They all were shocked. Yeah, but, I mean, she was super nervous about that. I mean, I, like, I see a little bit of honesty in her i don't think that she's completely bs i mean yes is it strange she's never been kissed sure right i mean is there something else we need to know about her maybe we'll find that out but right now it just seems like she was nervous to tell colton about 
her because and she you know basically asked them ahead of time how did you feel you know when you had to tell becca that you were a virgin and she brought that up as a segue for her to be like well i have something that i want to tell you that i'm nervous about and i think that kind of connected them in a way and i it made sense that he was going to give her the for that that rose so he gives her the rose do you think he'll give her her first kiss by the season's end probably yeah well they already showed that he's like up against the some balcony and he's kissing her and she was like he's like oh something like did you like that and she was like yeah i like it it's like she's so that's already kind of like a spoiler not the same thing but it's very reminiscent of was it when Raven Raven slept with somebody in Bachelor in Paradise? Her her current guy that she's with, who I can't, he's so cute, and I can't think of his name right now. But it, she had never had an orgasm before, and they made it kind of insinuate, oh, Raven finally got the big O. That's kind of what it, I know that a kiss and an orgasm are very different. I mean, hey, maybe a kiss can be orgasmic. I don't know, but <laughs> um, I just thought it was interesting. Okay, so we already talked about Megan Mullally and uh, Nick Offerman. How about if the ladies didn't know who they were? Oh, my God. They definitely didn't know who Billy Eichner was. That was pretty hilarious. And and I really like him because he just keeps it real. And, like, you know, he's like, oh, I wanted to get on some other show, but uh, I got the this. the Goldbergs. Yeah, the Goldbergs. <laughs> I, wanted to, uh, I wanted a guest appearance on the Goldbergs, but I got this. <laughs> you know, like, and, and I think he was just saying, like, you know, uh, oh, like, isn't a one-night stand not that great? And he's like, oh, one-night stands are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like, just literally calling him out on and his then BS. He said to, uh he said something about being the first gay bachelor to Colton. And I thought that Billy Eichner definitely added uh, some fun to the episode. And again, another Parks and Rec alum on this episode. I thought that was kind of interesting and funny, too. The camp thing, the camp date was totally campy. Well, the thing about the camp date is it's kind of like Colton's a virgin, right? And like usually when you go to camp, you're a virgin. So I thought that was like kind of a play on the situation. Like, oh, let's go to summer camp. Like, I thought that was dumb. But, you know, whatever. They did like camp activities and they tried to make something out of it. Um, I think that they tried to make a big deal out of the fact that like, oh, well, the, this group of girls is going home, but these group of girls are going to get to stay over. Yeah, you're going to stay overnight in a cabin away from Colton with each other. Yeah. So let's not freak out about it, ladies. Exactly. And I thought that was weird. Very itchy bedding. That I did thought, not look comfortable. They were saying like, oh, well, it's going to be like, uh, like we're going to get an opportunity before the actual like fantasy suites. And it's like, no, you're not. Like you're basically going to sleep in a cabin with other girls. It just, I don't know. It was just dumb. Yes, I know. Um, so... I loved, so one of the, I think one of the highlights of this episode for me, and there weren't many, but one of them was when Sydney and Colton are having their, because I'm going to the rose ceremony now. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. So Sydney and Colton are there and they get interrupted by Onyeka with the air <laughs> horn, which very big power move by Onyeka. We've already seen her do the whole you're drowning in bitches thing. And then Not we see fan. her with the air horn. You don't like Onyeka. I, I think like she's her. Good. She's good TV though. I see. I so think, is Demi. Demi's good TV. Yeah, too. but you say she's good TV, but I don't think she's good TV. I think she's annoying as hell. Like she, so there's a difference between somebody that is good TV because they are just being themselves. She's trying to be that person. Like she's doing all of this stuff on purpose doing to get the most, more screen time. As they say. And that's why I don't like her. She is legit, quote unquote, not there for the right reasons. She's just not. She's there to get 
uh, you know, some followers on an Instagram account. She's there to actually get some kind of career after this. I don't think that she's actually there to make it work with Colton. She's just playing the game and, you know, trying to make the most out of it and being a drama queen. And I don't like that about her. I wish she would just get the boot. And Colton is too blind to see it. You yeah. Know, Onyeka at the end. Like, really, dude? Really? <laughs> this girl? You kidding me? How about when Sydney comes back out with the, with the pots spoon? and the pans? That was. I, but that's awesome. I thought that's... that was great, and I I, I want to say that that was like a hundred percent authentic, and that a producer wasn't like, "Hey, let me slip you a pan." But that was. I thought that was one of the standout moments for me well, in this episode. The best part about that is that she kind of called her out on her BS move mm. and made fun of her. And I don't like how Onyeka was like, "Ooh, like well, I have this horn because I am horny." Like that's so dumb. <laughs> like it's so dumb. <laughs> So stupid. You know, <laughs> why would you pick an air horn while somebody's talking? So, you know, I really like, ah, like, I just, it doesn't make any sense. You know, I don't like her. I forget. Uh, so now we're down to like, what is it? Like 20 girls. So, um, yeah, a lot of people get in the boot. Yeah. And, and, and for the, for the right reasons. I mean, the girls, like, I remember I kept saying, uh, like certain people, like, who are you? Because you forget, because some of these girls get so lost in the shuffle that the ones who did go home, I'm like, okay, yeah, they they should have gone home. That's fine. So people that should go, right? Catherine needs to go. She needs to get out Catherine, of here. Catherine, not a lot of screen time in this episode. I no, mean, because nobody wants to see um, a plastic surgery mistake. <laughs> so, you know, that's fine. But then I think somebody that I, you know, I said last uh, season or whatever that, uh, Blake was my dude. I picked him, right? You like Blake? This year, my, the girl I'm picking is Cassie, right? Cassie, I think, is phenomenal. I think that she's one of those people that isn't getting a lot, a lot of screen time right now. But as things develop, they have a common ground, which is working with kids. And I feel like that's really going to come through. There's probably going to be some kind of like one-on-one date where they go to like the hospital or they hang out with kids and that's where she's going to shine. So I think that's something that they're, they're not giving her a lot of screen time yet because it's going to end up well with that. I just feel like they could work really well together. It really reminds me. And I know I, I do reference a lot of the other seasons because I'm very well versed in this universe. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of with on Ari's season, Becca came in pretty strong. We had that pretty yeah. woman date, that first date and then you didn't really hear from Becca or see Becca for a mm-hmm. while. And then toward the end, she came in really strong. So I kind of, I I see what you're saying about Cassie. And yeah, she'll she'll make it far. I think, I don't know which Hannah it's going to be in the top four, but we're going to have a Hannah in the, in the top <coughs> four. Whether it is awkward beauty pageant, can't put together a sentence, be- you know, besides Roll Tide, Hannah B., or Hannah G, who got the first impression rose. Let's not forget, a lot of people who get the first impression rose record show, you do pretty well throughout the season. Yeah, but so, Hannah G, I just think like she's got, she's just got something going on, you know, for her, for with them. He likes that nervousness. He likes that. She has very pretty eyes. Um, I think the other girl, um, Hannah B, people might personally find her attractive uh, that is not the case with me i think she just had her something about she has very striking features they're a little uh too much for me I get so, it. but i mean hey it's to each his own <laughs> i the one person that did not stay uh that got let go was alex b 
Uh, gotta be honest with you, completely fine with it. She freaked me out a lot. I don't know why. She went to like pet Colton yesterday and she was like <laughs> and she literally stuck her fingers oh, on his face. Wait, do you know what she does for a job? What? She's She's oh. the owner of a dog rescue business. Yeah. So she likes to pet. Yeah, but it was funny. She like because the weird thing, and I, I mean this in the best way, but it was like I even said to you last night when we watched this, I said, rewind it. Because at first, when she stuck her hand out <laughs> yeah. and you didn't see who it was, I was like, who is that? It sounded like a man's voice. Yeah. And she was just like, did you just like, hi, Colton, how are you? Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, And then like, I, and I was like, wow, she's got a deep voice. I and do. then I just, I don't know, something about her like makes me very uneasy. I think and- you're very turned off by her. Yeah, definitely. That's the perfect way to put it. She just doesn't do anything for me. Um, and she just scares me. I don't know. How does that feel, baby? <laughs> Deeper. How does that feel, baby? <laughs> well, that does it for episode two. I'm looking forward, obviously, to... I mean, I hope this season gets a little bit better. I hope that I end up sort of kind of liking Colton in the end. I don't think I will. Uh, but you know what? I'm here for the girls anyway. Who's really here for The Bachelor? Well, let, let's end it on this, though. So do you... Who is your pick so far on who you think you can make it through? Like, no, seriously, make your prediction early I, well, on. Well, I said it. I said one of the Hannahs. I think one of the Hannahs is going to make it to the top four. But I try just... to pick one of them. Like, which one do you think is going to okay. go? Come on. Uh, no, be strong. I'll, Hannah G. Because she got G. the first impression, Rose. And okay. That's usually, uh, right. a, they have a good track record. All right. I say Cassie. Um, and I also um, will say that I think... What do you think trip? Well, here's the question, actually. What do you think trips up Colton and makes him jump the ledge? I think I think that this whole experience is going to be way too overwhelming for him. He is not a poor guy. He is a poor boy. At the end of the day, he's a boy. He he's a young twenty six year old, and like there's people who are mature at that age. He's not very mature. I don't think at that age. I think that the whole thing gets to be too much. I don't think it'll be as dramatic as we think it's going to be. I think it just is like, I want to get away from the cameras. So I'm going to, what are they, what is that called? Parkour. I'm going to parkour <laughs> over the fence. And I, I, that's what I think it comes down to. I don't think it's going to be this big dramatic thing that we thought is that they're putting all their eggs in one basket, so to speak. And I agree with you when you say he's like a boy, because if you think about like the other bachelors, like, or so, so Ari, for instance, right? Like, when you show up and he's got like his race car thing, he's like, he's like, Hey girls, what's going on? We're going to do some race car. Like who's ready? Like, he's like, let's do this. And then you show up and they're like, he's like, Oh, Hey, welcome to summer camp. Let's have some fun. Yes. You know, like very, like he just doesn't have confidence behind him. It's almost like he's being fed what to say. And uh, Yes. Even on social media, people like Ari were probably told, Hey Ari, can you tweet a little bit more? Like, and he's probably like, Oh, I don't, I don't use my phone. Like I don't use mm. it. But with Colton, he's so self-aware that if you follow his tweets, like last night, he's like, how many times are they going to make a virgin joke? Like he's watching along. He's playing along. And it's, I know that some people might find that cool. I like when the bachelors like kind of take a back seat. Yeah. Like kind of keep it like mm. a little bit secret instead of maybe trolling people or I don't know. It's it's an interesting uh, dynamic. Maybe I'm just getting too old at the end of the day. Do you think Colton is still a virgin at this point in time? Oh. Hmm. No, I think he stooped whoever the girl is really? that he ends up with. I think that maybe so not that quite. fantasy happens? Maybe not quite the <laughs> fantasy suite. Because he said it last night. He said, I don't know who he said it to, but they said, are you waiting for marriage? He said he's waiting for somebody to fall in love with. Okay. Yeah, so this might be it. 
I mean, he fell in love with Becca, but they didn't end up in the fantasy suite. So maybe that that's where it happens. We'll see. I do think, I will say this, I predict a very different end than what we've seen before. That's what I'll say. That's a, that's a good prediction. All right. It wasn't really, but well, thank no, you. No, You're my is. husband. You're supposed to. No, 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 I'm actually saying, I think, I think I could see that. to gas me up. No, I could see that happening because he's a different type of bachelor. Yeah. He, you know, like who knows like how this could actually go at the end. It might, yeah, it might be very different. I think that's a valid point. So, um, all right. Well, that is it for episode two. We will see you guys next week. And with that being said, if you did not receive a rose, take a moment, say goodbyes. Bye. Bye. The Bachelor After Party with Becca and Tony will be released every Tuesday night, and you can find us on Anchor, iTunes, and any of your podcast listening platforms.